0: ministry of pastor taiwa udukoya the senior pastor of the founding of Life church it is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape in your destiny in christ be blessed as you listen Isaiah 10, 27, if there are scriptures you won't forget, that's one you can never forget and you should never forget. Isaiah 10, 27, shall we all read? That the body and the yoke shall be removed and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Glory be to God in the highest. Somebody say with me, say the anointing destroys the yoke. Yes, say it again. The anointing. The anointing destroys the yoke. Glory be to God in the highest. The anointing destroys the yoke. The anointing destroys the yoke. Say it again. In this context, yoke is what is exerted on you. And that's yoke, really. Yoke is limiting. Yoke is torturing. Yoke is slavery. Yoke hinders your ability to move, to flow. Yoke limits you. Yoke deprives you. Yoke is always put on one. Sometimes you probably will be the cause of it, but anyhow, what I mean is that probably something you've done, maybe that's it may, for you to do a thing that will now embondage you for life. Don't Don't you see that that's a trap of the devil? So it's still the devil putting something on someone. So God never puts yoke on people, and for Jesus to explain His ministry, He says, "Come unto Me, or you will all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you what rest." Then He says, "For My body is what light, and My yoke is easy. When yoke is easy, it's not a yoke." I don't know if you get what I'm saying. When fight is a good fight, come on, it's a victory. When war is a good warfare, that means that it's a victorious war. So it's really not war anymore. Though it's war, but it's not war because you're enjoying what you're doing and you know the outcome. Is somebody hearing me? So when body becomes light, is it a body? Your body will be lightened. In the name of Jesus, your yoke will be easy. In the name of Jesus, so what has Jesus Christ, what has God done for us in Jesus Christ? Lighting our burdens, made easy our yoke. Glory be to God in the highest. If you look at us like you look at every other person, lifting burdens or carrying burdens and bondage by yokes, no, don't be, don't be deceived. As is light. Why? Because it's an exchange. So I said, you come to me, and you're heavy laden. You're bent by the body you're carrying, and it doesn't seem like there's a warehouse. Say, bring them to me, bring them to me. Let's exchange. And basically what he was saying is that, let's get into a covenant in this matter. Bring your stuff, let me bring my own. Give me yours, take mine. Oh, hallelujah. I feel good now. I say, give me yours, take mine. Oh, glory be to God in the highest. Wasn't that what he did? He took my inadequacies. He took my fears and my failures. He took my habits and my sins. And when that is removed, what does that leave you with? Freedom. Lightness, you are free. Now I begin to understand something that happened to somebody here today. You will remember it the rest of your life. He said, that which has held you in bondage for life is in trouble today. In the name of Jesus, I just see light piercing through the cloud of darkness around you in the name of Jesus. He said, then they will know that I am God. You will know and they will know that I am God. Glory be to God in the highest. So he says that in that day, when it has come to pass in that day, that his body will be taken off his shoulder. His body, not your body, his body. And his yoke shall be removed. And that yoke shall be what? Destroy. Why? Because of the anointing. So stay with me, the anointing destroys the yoke. Say it again, the anointing destroys the yoke. Oh, Just to remind you, that's why I went that way. So you know, you can remember where we started from. Praise the Lord. Amen. So if there's a situation in your life for which you begin to get overwhelmed, remind yourself that after all, the anointing destroys the yoke. Glory be to God in the highest. You know, the day we started on this series, and I just got I got so involved and I got I mean I got so excited. The devil almost literally Came to confront me. And I knew that I, I just hit something very hard. I feel the fire now. Listen, gentlemen, anywhere God intervenes on earth is the anointing, it's through the Holy Spirit. And when He comes, He destroys. He destroys the power of destruction of the devil because all he comes to do is to steal to keep, to destroy. Glory be to God in the highest. Amen. I say glory be to God in the highest. Amen. Amen. I remember when we were looking at this, we looked at the context here and look at the literal situation here. We were looking at the Judah and Israel running to trouble. Or Judah and Samaria, as it were, running to trouble. And um, um, the king of Syria coming to, and God was punishing, you know, um, Israel at the time and the king of uh, Syria now assumed that he had the power it was his power that was dismitting the nations and touching the covenant children of God and even boasted that, even Jerusalem and then God said look at him now he doesn't know that he's just a tool in my hand God will never abandon the covenant, his covenant children not for anything. You are such a treasure in the kingdom that you can never fathom how. The depth of what I'm saying is difficult for the human mind to fully grasp, but you grasp it enough to be able to be victorious in life in Jesus' name. So he said that, and he said, look at him. Forgotten that, it's just a sword in my hand. Can the sword now begin to boast against the one holding it? And that's the same way the devil that is pushing against you today is for one day a sword. But God is not the one sending against you. And that sword shall be destroyed. In the name of Jesus. You're wondering why I'm talking, why I'm talking. Because I have a conviction by the grace of God and by His Spirit. Glory be to God in the highest. I have a great conviction. When God wants to destroy the sword, he breaks it. He break the sword asunder. He destroys it. He makes it think that it's useless. But you look at it this way the sword itself becomes so injured and destroyed. So, whatever is afflicting you that will not go back, destruction. Yeah. I say in the name of Jesus, destruction. Yeah. You will remember today for good. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, yes. glory be to God in the highest. Yes. Hey, yeah, I give God the glory. Then remember that's twenty-seven, and that verse ends in thirty-four. And remember, that there are no chapters and verses in the scrolls. These are for ease of references that we have them this way. So we continue that way until we get to uh, what we have as eleven one. and there shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse and the branch shall grow out of his roots glory be to God in the highest then the spirit of the Lord hallelujah shall rest upon him and we all know that this is the prophecy of Jesus remember said the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of understanding the spirit of counsel and the spirit of fortitude of mind Then the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Don't tell me that somebody is operating in the power and the wisdom of God and is so reckless in his morals. It's the same source. You say, where does that come in now? The fear of God. You have to be careful how you deal with another person. If you address so much wisdom and the world is celebrating because of the wisdom of God and so much because of the Holy Ghost in you. Is that the same Holy Spirit is one that imparts the fear of the Lord? Yeah? Because I think there should be a balance preached properly in this generation that we have we found ourselves. We come not say we are preaching the goodness of the Lord and say, the goodness of the Lord means that you can take God for granted. No, sir. No, ma. The one of their peaceful spirits make things very clear. That's not to say that we don't have our struggles, we don't have our fears. No, no. That's not the issue and before you say something you are judging me no, nobody is judging anybody I haven't you read the Bible if you judge yourself nobody can judge you uh-huh. so uh, the balance is there of course when this power begins to move to move in every area of our lives and it's beginning to, it to move in the name of Jesus so he says and the spirit of the fear of God of the Lord and he will delight in the fear of the Lord and that's why he will, not be, he, will not be, he will not be ruling by the sin of the eyes or the hearing of the ears. He will be guided by the Holy Spirit because he is to destroy and undo every work of the devil. Glory be to God in the highest. Amen, so we can see. So the only way Jesus Christ accomplished what he came to do on earth, by the anointing. Even the prophecy said that when he will be born, the Holy Spirit will come upon him. And he himself said it looks like before said, in Luke chapter 4, verse 18, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Oh, I like that. Because it's one thing for God to have done it for you. It's another thing for you to know it. If God has done it and you don't know it, it still will remain ineffective. Jesus, the Holy Ghost, will come upon you, sir. And given that the Holy Ghost did everything about him, as a matter of fact, glory be to God in the highest. And let me say, categorically, God will not do anything here except through the Holy Spirit. Nothing here. Nothing. Except through the Holy Spirit. So why don't you get acquainted with him as quickly as you can? Why don't I give more time to him? You see what I mean? So even for Jesus to be born in the miraculous way he was born, when Mary was saying, this is going to defy natural laws, he said, who is talking natural here? We're talking God that made the natural and the supernatural. Ha-ha. <laughs> He said, the power of God will come upon you and the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. That's all. So there was nothing and there is nothing he does there that he doesn't do through the power of the Holy Spirit. So even Jesus, everything he did. So I'm here look Luke 4, 18, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. For he has me me, remember the anointing destroys the yoke who has anointed me the next thing destruction of the yoke of the devil to preach the good news to the poor, the poor will not die in their poverty of the spirit in their poverty of any blessings of God, No, they will die I will preach the good news to them he has anointed me to heal. The broken heart he will not die of broken hearts. The anointed will heal them. How? He has anointed me. Yeah. Jesus said it. To be effective. Jesus knew it. Jesus believed it. Jesus said it to be effective. I feel the fire now. Are you also? So, it will be proud of you or boastful of you to say, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. In fact, you are setting yourself up for big victory in the name of Jesus. You wake up and say, glory be to God, the Spirit of God is upon me. He has anointed me for today. Jesus, that was his pattern. That was what he did. So who make anybody believe that you can do it better or have a better way of doing it. Yeah. Remember? Let the Holy Spirit flow. And let's see the devil that will stop. Or that will stop him. So you see, he declared it. You hear Dr. Luke talk about Jesus in acts 188. How God anointed say, I'm anointed? Uh-uh. I'm anointed with the Holy Spirit. How God anointed Jesus Christ of night. Remember, you know Jesus said the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me. Now can I hear it? party now talking about him how God anointed Jesus Christ of with the Holy Ghost and with power and with power and the result he went about destroying the works of the devil he went about doing good how healing all who are oppressed come on someone say I'm anointed glory be to God in the highest and I'm not just telling you to say it because I want you to say it. I'm telling you to say it because if you're born again, that's who you are. You are anointed. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. And what about doing good and healing all who are oppressed by the devil? Why? God was with him. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He said. Okay, let me just jump. Scriptures to prove that you are anointed. To go into the pieces to find the I mean clearly, 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 clearly. We are members of his body. He's the head, we are the body. Colossians, Ephesians, we find everywhere. Is somebody hearing me clearly? Yes, sir. The reason you have not seen the body in bodily form, Jesus walking the earth today because we are here. We are his body. He is the head. Let me take it like, let me say like in like we say it. Have you ever seen the head jumping around on the floor or the ground before? For the head to be alive and the head and be able to do what he has to do, it must have a body. <laughs> Jesus is the head. The Bible is clear. We are his body. Where his hand extended to humanity, to creation. Where his leg on earth today. He is the body, the head. It's just the way it is. You find it more interesting by time you begin to read, like in First Corinthians in chapter twelve, we begin to see that different parts and different body, contributing their own to the growth. Unity, strength, and growth of the body is we are the body. And of course, in Colossians, it's clear, Paul made it so clear. He said, The fullness of the Godhead, bodily, that is, physically. If you must be convinced that like tangibly, the fullness of the Godhead, tangibly, bodily, dwells. In the Lord Jesus Christ. And it says we are complete in him. There's nothing else to be added or removed. (laughs) But you see, it will only work for us to the extent that we know it like Jesus knew it. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. So if I know it, I can feel the fire now. I I don't know if you observe, we just get talking, I mean speaking the word, you get so charged that we move, people begin to fall around you. Why? Because you are putting your mind and heart together on his spirit and what he has done for us. Now, if you can remain like that the rest of your life, everywhere you go, everything will be falling around you. Well, that we get, leave and we get distracted, and we leave and we get distracted, and we leave and get distracted. But our distraction is not such that we lose. I mean, we lose what we have. No, no. no. Our distraction is such that we just concentrate on something else. And that's why I says, I meditate on the word day and night. That does not mean that I should not give time to my wife. That's a gift of God for me in the Holy Ghost. My children, oh, they are blessings. And of course, they are again. They find some responsibilities I have in the kingdom. It's part of my calling. You see what I mean? Otherwise, God will you not know, allow me marry in the first place, so I can all fully face this. That's why I said some people say if, 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 if you have the gift from God and you know, you no, know God told you not to get married. But be sure, it's God. Believe me, that's Paul says it's better. Say that if you are married, you must give attention to your spouse. You must give attention to your children, as well as giving full attention to what He has called you to do. So you get talking in the word and you're and then you, yeah, you drop and you run around, run around, but he has not left you because your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit that dwells inside of you, is there. You know, Jesus says you're looking for the kingdom, they say, Hey, come, he's in Kutwenji. No, come, go to California. No, don't go to California, no, go to Tokyo. That's why the Spirit of God says, What's wrong with you? You can go anywhere to fellowship with the brethren, but the spirit of God is inside of you. What are you saying? It's okay, you come into a place like this because when we come together, it's like iron sharpens iron. Our characters are writing. beautiful. It's not because the spirit of God is nowhere except there. No, you can't. But we don't neglect the fellowship and the gathering of the brethren. In fact, it's a divine law. It's God's instruction for life. Actually, we can't. Say, so I'm not going to church. I just sit there and watch. No, 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 please go to church. There's a place for that. So I'm saying that there's a place where you go fellowship with people, brethren, or brethren in a conference, or it's good. Then please, you carry him inside of you. Say, so the kingdom of God is in you. You should settle that. That's the kind of thing that gives the confidence. to say, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. And of course, in 1 John 3, verse 8, I believe, it said, hey, the unction which you have received from the Lord is inside of you. And there he was trying to stop them from being so people from heretical teachings. People that came and claimed that they know God more than everybody and they were teaching something contrary to the very life of God. And the revelations of Paul. So he said, you need not that any man teaches you. The unction, the anointing in you himself as a teacher. That's not to say that you won't listen to me when I'm talking. But what he's saying is that if what I'm saying is of the Lord, there will be a witness from the spirit of God inside of you. And with ease, you will grab it and fly. Hello? Glory be to God in the highest. I hope you begin to see. You see, when you have this kind of understanding, fear jumps out the window. The fear of man comes to zero. The fear of the devil is killed forever. In fact, your fear begins to paralyze the nations. Amen. I'm not telling you lie, I'm telling you the truth from the heart of God. When the creature begins to recognize his creator in your voice, in your look, then you bow. Huh. So the main problem is you coming to terms with who you are. Glory be to God in the highest. And you see, now that we are talking of individuals now, because that's how God does it, God will come on somebody and, yeah, God has a sermon for you, and the Spirit of God came upon, the Spirit of God came upon, Spirit of God came upon. Go and look at the whole of the Old Testament. So the reason that God said this, statement which you see in Isaiah ten twenty seven, was because, his anointing was resting on David. He has promised David. And these were people in the anointing of David. And it just make it clear, why would God be talking of his anointing? Do you think God will really, really get? No, he, he, will, he will come through a covenant. So he cannot find God's covenant without God's anointing. How do I know that I'm in covenant with God? His spirit is. Yeah. Is somebody here with me? So you are not a destitute, you are not a forsaken, whatever. You are not an object of the earth, as it were. You are one that God has appointed, chosen, and anointed. that you see, you've got to know it. Now I'm not praying that you are appointed anointed. Don't get me wrong. Let me correct us. I say, you are one that God has chosen, appointed, and anointed. Then somebody will say, in the name of Jesus. No, I'm not in the name of Jesus' prayer. He has done it. So it's left for you now to say, now, in the name of Jesus, I am who he says I am. Anoint me, Jesus. You are anointed. We look open the Bible and see and say, Thank you, Jesus, for anointing me and say what he has done. You know what? Bill Johnson said once, and I he said it properly. Say, you know what we do? It's like your soul. Breakfast table. Let's come to the table. We're all at the table. And he's staying away. Say, come, John, come. Ah, ah. What's wrong with him? Said Daddy please, can I come to the table? Ah, ah. If that happens, won't you you will know that it's not just the problem of the boy, you have a problem. If your boy does not know that it is is right) To sit at table with you in the morning and have bread. All the other siblings are sitting. He's still saying, Daddy, please, and he's crying, please can I eat bread? Please can I come to the table? What has it been made for? So some a lot of what we call prayers is ignorance and doubt. I'm not joking. Jesus didn't go and say, Please anoint me, please anoint me, Father. Please anoint. He said, "Anoint this bit of me." He knew it has happened. So, Pastor, where is the place of prayer and supplication? Prayer and supplication I pray that God will grant us open doors so that we can really manifest who we are. A great and effective door is open unto me. There are many adversaries. I come against them in the name of Jesus. I'm praying I don't know if we're making progress. Glory be to God in the highest. So because of David. Why David? David was one man that knew what he had with God. He displayed it everywhere in his life. Did David behave like Jesus? Oh yeah. Or how do you explain Psalm 23 verse 6? Surely! Surely! Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the presence of the Lord forever. Did he say it? Yes. The Psalm 92, hear what he said there. My horn is exalted like a wild ox. I am anointed with fresh oil. The fire there, and he knows that the anointing destroys the yoke. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you know? When he talked about Cyrus, he said to Cyrus, "By what anointing?" He said, "You know what that translates to? Do? Whose right hand I am holding?" And what does that to? He said, I am going before him. He said, I will level the mountain. The anointing levels the mountain. The anointing fills up the valleys. The anointing breaks asunder the bars of restriction. The gates of bronze are shattered. See, the double-leaf gates have been flung open, they will never be shut again. The anointing. They will lose the armories of kings. Hidden riches of secret places. The anointing. I see you coming back with testimonies. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. Oh, Yeah. here, yeah, Paul. Say, it is in him I live. In who? In the anointed one with his anointing. I live in the anointing. I move in the anointing. I am a being in the anointing. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. The more you meditate, the more you talk about him, the more he changes inside of you. That's why I say meditate day and night. Joshua you want to be successful, meditate on that Lord day and night. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698 Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org.